Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. Hello, happy Friday. Thanks for downloading today's podcast on the 25th of August. First up, the dad of a young man who died in a crash near Swanley has been denied a visa to attend his son's funeral. 20-year-old Alfie Green was one of two people killed on the A20 at Farningham last month. His dad, Clodjan Goka, lives in Albania and the Home Office says he can't come to the UK to see his son laid to rest. Dan joins me now to discuss this story in more detail. So what have we heard from the family? Well, Alfie's mum and two sisters say they're heartbroken after losing him. They live in Tunbridge and are planning to hold his funeral next month. But his dad might not be able to be there because he's previously entered the UK illegally. He came to the country in 1999 to escape conflict in Albania, got married and had two children. He and Alfie's mum later got divorced and shortly after he was stopped for a driving offence and deported. He's remained close with his English children and Alfie visited his dad just last month. And the whole family must be upset that he can't be here for the funeral. Yes, we've spoken to Alfie's twin sister, Claudia Green, who's described it as absolutely disgusting. She said, how on earth can you say to a father that he cannot come to his son's funeral to say goodbye? We all need each other's support and we need to be here together. They've contacted their local MP, Tom Tugendhat, to see if he can help with their case. He says he's helping the family as much as he can. The Home Office has not yet responded to our request for comment. Thanks, Dan. Kent Online reports. A man's in a serious condition in hospital following a crash on the M20 that caused traffic chaos yesterday. The air ambulance was called after a car collided with a lorry on the coastbound stretch between Laybourne and Aylesford. Both vehicles overturned and a woman was also taken to hospital as a precaution. The motorway was closed for more than 17 hours for emergency repairs and resurfacing. A Kent police officer's been cleared of sexually assaulting a woman at a bar in Canterbury. Benjamin Bromley was accused of groping her at the Cuban during a night out in 2021. The 34-year-old from Ashford was found not guilty by a jury after going on trial. There's been an 11% rise in cruelty towards dogs in Kent, according to figures from the RSPCA. There were 1,433 reports of harm, neglect and abandonment in the county last year. Catherine Peerless is from the charity. Some of the kinds of cases that our officers in Kent are dealing with and helping animals with are cases where dogs have had their ears cropped. Um, Ear cropping is where people cut... um, the tips of dogs ears off to make them uh, look uh, appealing in their eyes Um, often that's carried out at home with knives or scissors and is extremely painful and has absolutely no benefit to animals at all we've also had cases of um, just down the road from me in Kent we've had a a case of a dog a beautiful dog called Freya who was thrown out of a, a speeding car luckily Um, She survived. She went to the vet. She was extremely emaciated um, and it was clear that she'd not been well looked after. Thankfully, thanks to the care of the vet and the um, centre in Kent, she was rehabilitated and has been rehomed. We've had other awful cases of puppies who've been fed completely the wrong diet and have been emaciated and their legs have bowed because they haven't had the right um, nutrition Um, Again, luckily that puppy came into our care, was looked after, fed a nutritious diet and and sort of has since been rehomed as well. 
Um, it's horrible for dog owners to hear that we get cases of dogs that have been stabbed in the head, um, burnt, kicked, beaten. And it's, it's awful for all animal lovers to know that that is on the rise. We see a, a rise every summer of cases of cruelty to animals. It may be because more people are out and about, so they see more instances of cruelty. Um, it may be that possibly people are enjoying the summer nights, although we haven't had too many of those, those warm summer nights, drinking a bit more alcohol. Um, I, we don't know whether the cost of living crisis is having an impact on people. Possibly if people are under pressure and strain, it may be that they are taking that out on the animals that, um, they share their homes with. They've launched a new fundraising campaign to help rescue teams stop animal abuse. Kent Online News. A car carrying Gillingham players has crashed in a residential street. It's thought the BMW spun around and went over brickwork in Woodlands Road yesterday morning. Footage shows the players walking around afterwards and it's not thought anyone was injured. Four people have appeared in court accused of raiding a property in Ashford armed with a machete and a metal pole. They've been charged with stealing money, jewellery and a Canada Goose jacket from an address in Lawrence van der Post Way last month. The suspects, who are aged between 17 and 21, are due to go on trial next March. Senior doctors say they're fighting for the future of the NHS as they continue with a second day of strike action. The walkout over pays caused disruption to health services in the county. KMTV's Sophia Aiken's been speaking to intensive care consultant Dr Ritu Kapoor, who's been on the picket line outside the Kent and Canterbury Hospital. This is to protect the NHS. We need to retain the doctors so that we have our NHS in the future. We are currently like a bath where the tap is open and the hole isn't plugged. If we continue hemorrhaging doctors, there won't be an NHS and that would be a big disaster. Sounds like you've got a lot of support. We can hear people beeping, um, but there will be some people that are disappointed if they're missing appointments and such. So what would you say to them? Now, I absolutely understand. I think we, none of us, not a single one of us, wants to be here. All of us want to be in there doing what we do on a daily basis. But we are against a wall. We can't retain staff. We are unable to recruit staff. We do not compete on the global market. We want the government just to talk to the BMA. Please come to the table. We can sort this out. And then you will not have any of this happening. There will be no cancellations. And people will get what they need from our NHS. And we've seen so many NHS workers striking. Do you think some of it's as a result from COVID because we know that the NHS was under so much pressure during that time? COVID was a very interesting time and I think every single member of the NHS delivered. Everybody's worked very, very hard despite the circumstances, despite the pressures. We have delivered. There was enormous public support. We got the claps, people came out, but that seems all to have been forgotten. But there's also an enormous level of burnout from that. And that's to do with our terms and conditions, our pay and every other factor coming across. Every other country is managing to retain and value its staff. People are leaving because they are valued more in other countries. All we want is for the government to talk to the BMA, to try and see, find a way out of this so that we can continue to retain our staff, recruit staff and protect our NHS. And some of this is about pay, but we know that the pay here is actually higher than some other countries. So why is it still not enough? 
It's higher than a few countries, but by and large, if you compare it against first world countries, the pay is not competitive on a world market. A lot of people that work in the NHS come from overseas, and a lot of that is from third world countries. They have the option of going anywhere in the global market. So if the NHS wishes to retain these staff, these are highly qualified professionals, they will have to be able to compete on a global market. Do you have an idea of what an acceptable pay offer would be? At the moment, all we want is for the government to actually talk to the BMA, to come to the negotiating table, to a negotiating table have a discussion, have uh, all the people from the BMA that understand this really well, discuss with us and hopefully we will be able to come to a solution. Health Secretary Steve Barclay has previously said the government won't be offering any more money. Elsewhere, rail strikes will cause disruption to train services across Kent this weekend. The RMT union are walking out tomorrow in their ongoing dispute over pay and working conditions. Trains will be severely affected and it could impact events across the county. Kent Online reports. There are calls for Sittingbourne Town Centre to get more police patrols as it's become plagued with antisocial behaviour. A group of councillors have written to the Police and Crime Commissioner due to concerns that it's affecting trade as people feel intimidated and unsafe. It's thought people drinking alcohol on the street is causing increased problems. A care home in Sittingbourne's been rated inadequate and placed in special measures. Inspectors visited Pine Lodge last month and found residents were being put at risk with a lack of leadership and skilled staff. The Care Quality Commission says further action will be taken if sufficient progress isn't made. The energy regulators announced a lower price cap as families across Kent continue to struggle with the cost of living. Average household bills will drop to £1,923 a year from October, which will save about £13 a month. Simon Francis from the End Fuel Poverty Coalition isn't sure it'll make much difference. Yes, some of the unit prices are coming down, but actually those standing charges, those daily charges are going up year on year, 14% increase. So people are paying more. And of course, compared to last year, there is not the energy bill support scheme that the government had in place. Plans to transform part of a hotel in Folkestone into a performing arts venue have been scrapped because of concerns about noise. The company that runs the green room at the Grand hopes to convert an area into a stage for music, dance plays and films. They also wanted to serve alcohol, but there are concerns about it being disruptive for people who live in flats in the same building. Campaigners are vowing not to give up fighting to get Eurostar services back to Kent. Bosses say trains to and from the continent won't be stopping at Ebbsfleet or Ashford until 2025 at the earliest. Nearly 30,000 people have signed a petition calling for it to return sooner. Now, it's exactly a year until Sittingbourne Carnival makes a return. The event was last run in 2019, but a campaign was set up earlier this year to bring it back. As organisers work hard to get things ready for next August, we've been taking a look at the history of the carnival. Alan Whitnell is chair of the Sittingbourne Heritage Museum. Sittingbourne Carnival started in 1893 when a group of local worthies thought it would be a good idea to do what other towns had done and promote the town and advertise the traders of the town and in so doing perhaps raise some money for some worthy causes. I can remember the 1950s and 1960s which were very exciting occasions. 
I also remember in the early 60s, of course, as many people will, the contribution of the Kent Farm Institute students. This was an agricultural college at the top of College Road and the students there used to put a trailer on the back of a tractor and load it up with perhaps something that wasn't water, perhaps it was manure and throw it around. Friends of mine remember some pitched battles where teenagers of the town would throw this stuff back at them. Eventually this decided it wasn't a safe thing to do and uh, the students were much aggrieved and protested in the, I think 1962-63, that the spirit of the carnival had died. Of course it hadn't, it just had to uh, be a bit careful of health and safety. Kent Online News. Police and ambulance crews in Kent are going to feature in a new series of a TV documentary. They've been filmed for episodes of 999 Emergency Callout. The first one will air on Five Star next Tuesday. And Joe Swash has been spotted hanging out at a Kent holiday park. He was invited to the Haven site in All Hallows for its grand reopening after an £18 million refurbishment. He's described it as a real honour. Now it's time to take a look at some of the events taking place across Kent over the bank holiday weekend. First up, it's Dover Pride tomorrow with celebrations taking place in the town centre. Members of the LGBTQ plus community will be involved in a parade and there'll be music and other performances to enjoy. Lauren's been chatting to organiser Perry O'Brie. So this Saturday we're heading into our fifth and fabulous Dover Pride year. It's a centenary year, so we're celebrating five years since the very first one in 2019. We've got two stages and a march taking place. So the march starts at Mason Jew Car Park at 11am and goes through till 12pm and we finish our march at the Roman Lawn. At the Roman Lawn there's going to be a main stage from 12 to 4pm with lots of free entertainment and then there's also going to be a Pride Cafe stage located right next to it. Um, which is our second stage. We've got two stages, lots of entertainment happening. We've got drag queens, we've got drag kings, we've got um, live music, we've got dance troupes such as House of Heels, we've got local queens, we've got spoken word artists. So there's lots to look forward to and we're very, very excited. And can you tell us a little bit more about some of the acts that people may have seen before on a couple of TV programmes? Yes, yeah, so we've got Amrit Channa, who has appeared on The Voice and The X Factor in the past, which is super fun and super exciting. And then we've also got drag queen uh, Sophia Stardust, who's actually from Medway, um, but she's really, really big on TikTok. Um, she's an incredible queen, always brings the energy, always brings the fashion, like she looks incredible. And then we've also got the amazing Tiana Biscuit, who, if you didn't know, was actually in the original production of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the musical at Theatre Royal and Drury Lane and she now does drag full time and she sings a mixture of musical theatre and pop music hits and she's absolutely amazing so we're thrilled to have them. Everybody is welcome at Dover Pride and it's all about creating a supportive atmosphere and community and we're not able to do that without our allies so everybody's welcome at Dover Pride and we'd be thrilled to have you there. You don't have to be gay to attend a Pride Festival. I think commonly people are always like oh but I'm not gay I can't go to that. Of course you can come and learn from us Come and hear from us and also hear our queer stories because they're super important to learn about. And there's plenty more to enjoy in other parts of the county over the next few days. Here's our What's On editor, Sam Laurie. Three little words everyone loves to hear. Bank holiday weekend. That's right, this weekend is an extra long one for many of us and we've got lots of great ideas on how you can spend the bank holiday with the family. There are plenty of great things going on all over Kent this weekend and some of our top picks include a night's battle at Dover Castle, 
a teddy bear's picnic aboard the Kentonese Sussex Railway, a children's festival filled with magic shows and storytelling in Canterbury, and a medieval jousting tournament at Hever Castle. We've got a guide up online of 11 of our favourite bank holiday ideas, so make sure you give it a read and make some plans for the weekend. If you're looking for some live music to kick off your weekend, X Factor singer and The Voice judge Ollie Mers will be performing a huge headline concert at Dreamland in Margate on Friday. The pop star who's known for songs Troublemaker and Dance With Me Tonight will be supported at his outdoor concert by Scouting for Girls. For those who are in the mood for theatre, there are some fantastic family shows taking place all over the weekend. An outdoor performance of The Secret Garden will be at Warmer Castle on Saturday, while on Sunday, the dino show Jurassic Earth will be at the Orchard Theatre in Dartford. Family favourite The Wizard of Oz will be at Belmont House near Faversham. And Horrible Histories will be at the Churchill Theatre in Bromley. There are also some more grown-up shows, including Kinky Boots at the Hazlitt Theatre in Maidstone, Blood Brothers at the Marlowe Theatre in Canterbury, and The Buddy Holly Story at the Churchill Theatre, all of which are showing until Saturday. And for anyone who's in the mood for some great food and drink, there are some must-visit festivals happening over the next few days. Raise a glass to the bank holiday at the Brogdale Cider Festival, which takes place on Saturday and Sunday at the Orchards in Faversham. There will be more than 40 ciders on offer from local producers, as well as live music and children's entertainment. The We Love Hythe Life Food Festival will also be open at Hythe Green from Saturday to Monday, boasting food stalls from vendors in and around Hythe. Visitors can enjoy food from a range of different cuisines as well as vegetarian, vegan, dairy-free and gluten-free options. So whatever you're up to, we hope you have a fantastic bank holiday weekend and enjoy the extra day off. Thanks, Sam. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham have strengthened their attacking options with the signing of a new winger. Former Bournemouth, Blackburn and Millwall player Conor Mahoney's joining on loan from Huddersfield Town. It comes ahead of their League Two game against Colchester United tomorrow. The Jills are currently top of the table and will be hoping to make it five wins out of five so far this season. Midfielder Tim Dean's been telling us how the team's coping with pressure. It's the best time that we could have. Um, and uh, we we really want to keep that momentum on and uh, so we work hard in training and uh, yeah we, we prepare well for Colchester. I think the togetherness, I think we, we're a good, good group, we, we work hard together so we've been solid, we haven't considered going in the league so far so, so yeah and we've been scoring at least one goal every game so, so yeah that's how we, we've been winning games. It's going to be a tough game. Obviously, they they're going to come, and obviously they are under the pressure. It's only the the, the first uh, four. Uh, it's the fifth game of the season, but yeah, they haven't won a game so far. So <clears throat> they will come uh, fast, and uh, they will come to 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 give us a good game. So we have to prepare well, and uh, that's what we're doing. To say it's a bit early to say it, but I think we we've got the quality to to play for promotion um, and uh, yeah we've got there is competition most position on the pitch so that push each other to to perform or you're going to lose your spot in a, in a starting 11 so and that's a good thing that's what we had uh, at Exeter when we got promoted so I can see the same type of thing here and uh, that's a good sign so I'm not saying we're going to definitely get promoted but we've got uh, the squad to, to, to do it, yeah. Fans have been incredible so far in this season because when we go, especially when we go away, um, they're louder than the, the home team. 
fun. So, and obviously at home, is there's no there's there's no competition with the the opposite fans. But uh, not yeah, we we really feel the um, the support from the fans, and that give us a boost every game. And uh, yeah, they we need them, and they've been showing up and been loud so far. So. Keep going. <laughs> Kick off at Priestfields at three. And Kent Steiner Asher Smith is through to the final of the 200 metres at the World Athletics Championships in Budapest. She came second in her semi final last night with a time of 22.28 seconds. The final takes place tonight. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. You can also get details on the top stories. Direct your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.